Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. I'm back, and you can't keep me down. <laughs> How many episodes I, I did, is that? I didn't see it coming this time. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> <Hey>. Nick. <laughs> I got to keep it rolling, you know? That's me, garbage boy. Hashtag garbage boy. Hashtag sweet boy. I got to keep it up. That's got to be my favorite nickname for you, too. So. <laughs> it might be my favorite nickname of anyone. I keep on trying on Twitter, too. So. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I looked up that URL. I'm trying to grab it, but someone already has it. I'll so, chip in hey. if you need, some, uh, you need some extra cash for that. Try number one garbage boy. See how that works. No. Uh, there you go. A little too long, but I'm trying to course them, you know, sending them emails saying, you are not the garbage boy. I am. <laughs> All right. So we'll start today with a little bit of movie news. Of course, the big one is the Star Wars trailer. Oh, yeah. Did you guys see? I'm assuming you guys saw it. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking you, at you, Ryan. So. Oh. <laughs> but I thought we were going to get like an evil emperor laugh from Ryan or something. Nothing? No? no nobody wants to take a shot at it? I'm not getting evil we, emperor we, we could. We could, but not. Nah, right. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> different podcast. Gotcha. How do you guys feel about that? Darth Sidious, Emperor Palpatine coming back. Palpatine. Palpatine. There we go. Pyrus. Pyrus. <laughs> so how do you guys feel about him coming back? I mean, uh, man, Hail Mary move, kind of? Well, the thing is, he's a meme lord, man. Like, there's so many memes of I have our unlimited power yeah. or kill him or there's gonna be it. more <laughs> there's so many memes we that need they have new to memes. keep it coming up <laughs> he's on the line of uh, Spongebob the Spongebob memes oh yeah, yeah, the Star yeah. Wars memes, he, so. he's not hinted at in either of the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi that's kind no. of annoying but I would say like the weird thing about the trailer is even though these things are deceiving and we don't exactly mm-hmm. know what they mean it feels like they're retconning The Last Jedi. And is I mean, that the appropriate move or what? I don't we'll, know. We'll have to do a special episode. Probably just The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. None of Get, the prequels what's or your, any of that stuff. What's your broad <laughs> opinion of The Last Jedi, Tyler? I'm just curious. I enjoyed The Last okay. Jedi. I, I, was I thought it was fine. fine. And it was I fine. was fine with it. I was fine with them killing... Oh, spoiler alert. I was fine with them <laughs> killing Snoke. I was I was fine with Rey not being a Skywalker. I thought yeah. it was A-OK. The but, critics agree with you. Yeah. I, the first time I saw it, I really disliked it. And then as uh-huh. I saw it, couple more times and as i've gotten further away from it it's it's got rewatchability it's it's uh-huh. a fine movie i don't love the luke character for most of it i don't love the mary poppins leia and i don't love some of the other stuff that goes on but they're the the totally nonsense trip that finn goes on with uh-huh. uh, what's her face with there rose. So, yeah with yeah, rose, rose. <laughs> like i like their their chemistry together but the the mission was not rose is palpatine so yeah, how you saw fun, that kiss how fun is the movie I think it's fun. I fun enough. I would want to watch it again. <laughs> it's not the Force I mean, Awakens fun, even though there's plenty to complain about with that movie yeah. too. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. With it's the fun. with the Force Awakens, it felt like I was watching just another version of A New Hope. And literally that scene, there's like, this is the Death Star. This yeah. is the bigger Death Star. Like, it can kill not just one planet, but three. It's the and Death Star. It is Death the <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the Death Star is in this trailer. You see the... Yes. Uh, yeah, so what do we make of you that? You know, <laughs> I, I, what I don't understand, failed plans, like, it's... You know, you move on from failed plans. Right. But they just really want to make this a thing. Well, I, what's <laughs> weird about it to me, and I think I wrote it on Twitter at some point, right, was yeah. the, it begs the question of if Disney didn't like The Last Jedi, why did they let Ryan Johnson put it out? They brought mm. new directors into Solo, new directors into Rogue One. They could have just retconned it mid-production. Right. But they let him make that movie, and now it feels like we're going the other way on it. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. As far as Zinzi goes, I mean, that solo project was just a mess. I would have loved to see what the original directors kind of had planned for it. At in some general. point, we're going to do Into the Spider-Verse yeah. with those directors. Oh, man. So, I am looking forward we're gonna to get that. To yeah. I definitely want to see that. The Star Wars, if the audience didn't know, I'm not in this conversation much because I haven't seen any of them. Or if I did see that, uh, some of them, they were the terrible ones. The one yeah. with Jar Jar Binks <laughs> and all that. <laughs> I like some of those. <laughs> I think Jar Jar Binks was the best part of those movies. Uh, <laughs> have you heard the, uh, the Dark Jar Jar theory? Uh, that I love he that is theory. actually <laughs> the, the mastermind of everything. Yeah, if I wouldn't you... mind that. Uh... Me neither. I'm okay the with it. The only thing that I know about that is his eyes. There's something special about his eyes. Oh, that... God. <laughs> the yellow, the guy, he's got the yellow Here's eyes. Here's what you I know. would urge, uh, certainly millennials and everybody else. Don't go down the rabbit hole of the crazy theories with Rise of Skywalker. I think what happened with The Last Jedi was there were so many videos after all the red herrings in The Force Awakens mm-hmm. that Ryan Johnson was like, well, we don't want to do anything that somebody covered on YouTube already. So let's just go the other way on everything. Let's not go down that rabbit hole again. But that's one of those things that with so many people making theories, like Star Wars is a huge franchise Mm. and people have have thought of these different things. If they see something good, why not they just use it? it? Yeah, use it. Who cares if we know? Exactly. They should not look at it at all because there's so (laughs) many, you know, because of all the theories out there, they're bound to guess what's going to happen. You know, just kind of one of them's going to be right. Right. I brought this up. Nostradamus made like a million predictions in his life. 20 of them turned out right. Everybody <laughs> thinks he's a genius, right? Like, but, actually, but look he was at just it throwing a lot of way. stuff at the wall. There's the executives that only care about the money that Star mm-hmm. Wars makes. That and is Kathleen Kennedy, exactly. And, and then there are people <laughs> that actually believe it as a religion or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, well, so why not? Reaching, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're always going to have a section that's Crazy Town USA. Yeah, you know? I understand that, that, but... Who knows it better than the fans? And why not take some of the things from that? What I found to be shocking was, I I probably have mentioned it at some point here, I didn't like the solo movie. That one I liked maybe the least. Mm -hmm. And that was Lawrence Kasdan who wrote Empire uh, Strikes Back, which is probably the best one. And somehow that movie turned out crappy. So even when you go back and you were like, I think in episode nine, they're going to let George Lucas have some input. Hmm. J.J. Abrams already said that he talked to Lucas a little bit about some of the original ideas. I don't know if that's why the Emperor is back, but you can go backwards and still get a crappy result. So just have a good idea in place and take your time making a good movie. Now, there are some kind of theories as far as like with Emperor Palpatine that he'll come back just like in a video recording or because they're on the Death Star, there's some sort of recording of him on the Death Star. So there's kind of all these, you know, what if he's behind the curtain or of Darth a lot Plagueis, of these. That's yeah. a big one too. They so. could bring in Darth Plagueis. There's all these yeah, different things Darth they Plagueis. can do, you know, with it. And in the books, which is like completely redcon now, but there's thousands of those. I don't know about thousands, but there's hundreds upon hundreds of those Star Wars books out there. But only and, some of yeah. them are canon. Yeah, so, I think they. I think they wiped all the books out. Oh, is that right? They, they just some called of those it books legends. are pretty good. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are stories where Palpatine has come back through like clone versions of himself but I, I like the gray Jedi stuff I hope that goes like if you want to get rid of Skywalker you make some kind of like there is no dark and light anymore it's just you know gray, the, gray gray, the gray Jedi that we'll, controls both we'll have to save it for a specific Star Wars episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on the trailer itself though like were, were you excited when you watched it the first time I think I'm just excited about Star Wars in general I, I like Star Wars and they can release whatever they want and I'm majority gonna like it um 
and be excited about it. It's Tyler, like an can event. I ask, or both this question goes to both of you. What kind of a fan are you? Are you are you a Ooh. super fan? Are you excited <laughs> that there's a movie practically every year? Or like, how do you feel about Star Wars in general? I think they should probably take a break as soon as this trilogy is over with. At least well, that's we're not going to get think, that. We're but... getting the Mandalorian on oh, uh, yeah, Disney Plus. That's right. So. <laughs> so, I mean, I think they should give it a break before you know Star Wars fatigue happens. Yeah. But I just want to yeah. see something new. I don't want to see a rehash of A New Hope or a rehash of Empire. You know, give me something new and explore with that idea. So, but any last thoughts on Star Wars? <laughs> Can I ask, how many movies has there been? Like, official Well, this will be the ninth releases. in the Skywalker saga. Yeah, and then there's also been Rogue One and there's been the solo of Star Wars. Story. Right. So about 11 movies. Then they get okay. the Clone Wars and a couple other TV. Right, yeah, there's right. a whole so, big... Yeah. Uh, we'll move on. I think, Ryan, you had something to say about Cowboy Bebop? Or... Oh, yes. You're yes. the expert on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> how big well, a fan of Cowboy Bebop is everybody at the table? I'm, I'm, well, I'm a pretty big fan of Cowboy Bebop. It's a cult class classic among the anime viewers and watchers and stuff and pretty much anyone that's in the anime has heard the name or has seen at least one episode and it's pretty good i'm excited because they what's, just uh, released... what's the premise there producer ryan so, just like a loose premise uh, so the loose premise is that it is a crime noir sort of deal where these are space bounty hunters that oh, are right. looking for different criminals that's interesting and then uh, a story unfolds dealing with uh, well i don't want to go into to, right. No, uh, that's good enough. You know, that's some enough. of the twists and stuff. But Netflix has picked it up as one of their Netflix originals, and they have released the cast list with John Chow actually being the lead role for Spike, oh, like which I'm yeah, pretty excited. Casting. I'm happy because John Chow, he's been making a lot of moves. Well, it's been progressive over the last 20 years or so. <laughs> you know, yeah. I see him. He's been in the game for a while. Yeah, he's been in the game for a while and he's done a lot of side things. I think the one of the main roles that he had was in Harold and Kumar and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I remember like the Asian community was super psyched about that. Yeah. He's, well, we, think we've, we brought this up in Star Trek, right? He's, is he Korean? I don't know yeah. what he is. I, is, I think he we, is we Korean. Look, I think yeah, Korean. Yeah, he is Korean. So. Or, or do yes. I have it backwards? Right? <laughs> and George Takai is Japanese, right? Didn't yeah, we bring George Takai. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, think that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> or reverse. One of those things. <laughs> so. Don't get mad at us. I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> I'm, Still, not very, I'm, uh -huh. I'm excited for it. Coward Bebop is, is definitely among the top 10 mm -hmm. on my list. And I would like to see what they do. Some of these Netflix originals, they're really good. They have a lot of production some value to it. Some of them are terrible, but some of them are very good. That's true, but I'm banking Could go either way. I'm making it on being better than worse, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big anime fan, but the ones I hear consistently are like Cowboy Bebop is one of the best one of the ones, ones out there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, if I was to get into it, this is probably how it would start. <laughs> <laughs> well, credit to Netflix for investing some money and giving us something that, uh, you know, and be successful. I, actually, to kind of show some of the steam to it, they've been trying to make a Cowboy Bebop movie for a long time. Is that right? Yeah, I believe um, Aston Kutcher was pushing it. Ooh, wow. You're lucky that didn't get yeah. made. <laughs> You're welcome, America. And I could get this wrong. You need to fact check me. But I believe it was Aston Kutcher that he wanted to play the, the role on it. And he was shelling out a lot of his own money to make it happen. But wow. it just was in development right. hell and it never passed. Just like the Gambit movie. It's <laughs> never going to happen. Channing Tatum, you're never going to be Gambit. Just oh, let it go. Oh, man. <laughs> I would love to see that, though. <laughs> did you see Magic Mike? <laughs> I did see it. You know what? It's not that bad. It's a pretty solid movie. Yeah, man. Solid. 
solid package. <laughs> I don't care. I'll put that, I'll put that out on the, inter- on the internet. It's not bad. <laughs> I just imagine Ashton Kutcher going, you just got punked. And then he kicks someone in the balls. I don't know. And then it, that's the movie. <laughs> it's a, that, uh, that Cowboy Bebop thing in the Netflix and how, mu- how many of uh, the shows that they're, they're putting out there, it's kind of indicative of that internet uh, or the uh, streaming wars because mm. Disney Plus is coming out in November. Mm. They're going to sh- come right out of the gate with The Mandalorian. You know, you said Star Wars Fatigue, but that's a built-in audience. They're going to have all the Marvel movies on there. They're going to have the Hawkeye show, the Vision and Scarlet Witch show. So I wonder how much of a threat Netflix thinks that Disney Plus thing is going to be. Mm. So, Why are you calling it Plus? Is that I think Plus? I think the kids call it Plus. They like Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you're trying to relate. That's yeah, I'm trying to relate. I, I don't, but I'm trying. <laughs> oh, man. So we also had Hellboy that came out recently. Mm. Yeah, too. this was, was a rough uh, ride. Uh, yeah, rough apparently ride. it was a, fail- a failure, right? Opening uh, weekend. Yeah, so it's only 17? it's a 50 million budget. So Lionsgate kind of hedged their bets a little bit, but it only it's only made 17 million so far. Ooh. 12 million open. Opening weekend, it ain't gonna break even. It's got no foreign money yet, oh, so wow. it's probably gonna count as a loss. Yeah, now, I didn't think the trailer was all that bad, but the the critics killed it, Man. and obviously the fans did not show up. Do we have so. a rating on that? I think it was something like twelve percent. It's really low. Wow. I saw twelve yeah, at the last time up, I checked. So. Yeah, we can we can look that up. That's but yeah, but to, in comparison, we we talked about Shazam a couple weeks ago. Shazam, a very conservative for DC anyway, hundred million dollar budget. It's um it's it's made what one ten domestically. And around uh, 288 worldwide, so it's already made money, and it's going to continue making a little bit mm-hmm. more there. But again, as I pointed out, it's not Captain Marvel money. So <laughs> yes, they made a made a, a gain on it, but it's not competing with those Marvel movies in terms of just net gross. Yeah. So right now, looking just at Rotten Tomatoes, if you want to trust Rotten Tomatoes, it's at 15 percent for the Tomato Meter Ooh, and 61. Per, yeah, 61 percent <laughs> for the audience. So, so all right, so some so, of the audience actually likes it. Yeah. Listen, I like the casting in it, and I thought some of the trailer looked decent. I will get to see it, and I probably. Probably will do a review at some point. Yeah, I definitely. It's on my list to go see. Maybe I'll just wait for it to come out on Redbox, but we'll see. It, it could was, hit China and it could be really popular in China. I it, mean, that's happened before <laughs> where the Chinese literally saved someone's ass in the movie business. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they the, have the foreign box population office. count. Yeah, yeah foreign <laughs> box office. Big deal. Alita Battle Angel did not do that good US, $85 million, but worldwide, it's turned a budget. I actually yeah, heard it was really good. I heard that was really good, too. Yeah, that's I'm, all my list. Three, yeah. 318 overseas, 85 US. Uh, it was a $170 million movie. That's an expensive gamble. Mm. But because of the overseas market, it's going to make money. Mm. There you go. So, first... Uh, we're going to move on to the show. Unless anybody else we don't want to talk about the Avenger news, Leaks. So. Nobody wants to bring it up. Oh, yeah, the Avenger Leaks. I didn't look anything I did not up. Look at so. it. Yeah, I've been a good boy. Oh, <laughs> I'm a garbage boy, but a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they came out until I, these I guys I queued it up it on up. Google, and then I hit the X button. I let it go. Yeah. <laughs> just let it go. You know what? If they release a trailer right now, I wouldn't even watch it. Because I'm just like, I, yeah, you know I'm pretty much locked in. Six days out, or... We're going to cover it next week. Yeah, next week. We're going to cover it next week. Next weekend game. For the audience now, you know, we're watching it and we're going, (laughs) the next episode of Talking Flick will be Endgame. The the fans, everybody wants to see us do Endgame. We're going to be there for Endgame. Or it's an out-of-season April Fool's joke. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just another piece of Bagel Bites episode. Wine and Bagel Bites, right? Or beer and Bagel Bites. We need to... Expand. We need to go to another food item. I'm talking please, cereal. Please don't make me do it. If we go to cereal, I'll be down for that. The only um, thing I'm, I'm embarrassed on Talking Flick is that one April Fool's episode. Everything else I've done, I stand by. Nah, man. You commit to the bit. <laughs> so, this week we're going to be doing Justice League Dark. Real well, quick, right. what, about the, what about the Game of Thrones? Right. Oh, yeah, listen, yeah, I want to talk that, Game yeah. of Thrones. If it's okay, but I say we put it at the end of the episode, we offer the fans a little bit of breathing. As a we'll, we'll give you a warning when we're going to hit 
get some mild spoilers on the Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I believe it's newsworthy that it is season newsworthy. premiere yeah. came out this week. So. I was so pumped. I was excited. <laughs> I watched all of it, and as soon as I, I was done, was I was like, I want mildly more. excited, but I have some thoughts also. I was excited. tepid at most. <laughs> <laughs> Talking Thrones. So. Talking Thrones. That's got to be a podcast already. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, maybe. We'll, we'll save it towards the end. So Ryan will just look at us like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a brief little recap at the end of the episode. Yeah, and I'll throw in my two cents here and there of what I know. <laughs> oh, I did want to bring up one other thing, if, if I'm allowed. The Mandalorian, which is going to be on the Disney+, Plus, uh, they announced that they're going to go weekly. It's not going to be like a dump like Stranger Things. Where okay, you get interesting. All eight or hmm. ten episodes, I forget. So they're going to go week to week. Do we have any thoughts on that? Is that smart? Some I people some like immediately that, gave so. them backlash and said, you're not with the times. We want it all at once. No, I, I like that idea mm-hmm. because it I'm keeps a week you to week guy mostly. Yeah, no, well, I am a binge watcher. If I'm going to watch something, if I get really invested, I'm going to watch a lot of it. Right. And which is kind of contradictory of who I am. Yeah. <laughs> but <is> correct. <laughs> I find it very smart for them to do a weekly release because it gets them to open the app every single week. And I agree. I and agree. it's it's a business model. You know, they're trying And it's to a built-in audience. And yeah. again, this will mm-hmm. keep them in the headlines for multiple weeks. It's not just like a big drop. Everybody goes on Disney Plus and then they all hate it because they watch it and get rid of it after a month. And I also feel that what it does, it keeps the spoilers at bay because then everyone is on a play- yeah. level playing field. I kind of hope that The Mandalorian is not like a red herring type show. It's just like we're a show that's entertaining and we're enjoying it. I'm getting sick of the Star Wars theories and nonsense a little bit. <laughs> you know, so just give us a good entertaining show. Nick keeps on using this word that I don't even know what that red is. Red herring? <laughs> no, no, Mandalorian. Oh, I, Mandalorian? I, uh, I Jango Tyler, Fett, I'll let you. Bubba, yeah, I'll let Jango you Fett, Bubba that. Fett, or it's like a a plant planet. It's like a planet in the Star Wars uh, universe. So, I'm just thinking of yeah, uh, the Mandalorians. <laughs> it's just think of the armor. That's this, all. The, don't the Bubba Fett don't armor. feel bad, think producer Ryan, because I don't know shit about magic. <laughs> We're about to spend 50 minutes talking about magic. So. Oh man, can't wait to get into it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if the show's good, audiences will come back week by week to watch it. <laughs> That's a so, big if. That, That's yeah. a big if. If the yes, show's good, if not, you'll wait till yep, binge it, the so. Mandalorian. Have I thanked Tyler yet for inviting me back to Talking Flick? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just put that on the shelf. <laughs> we'll wait for that to happen. All right. So, guys, we're doing Justice League Dark this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's on Hulu for free. Notice I, mean, I didn't make Hulu. a noise there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. What'd you think of it? What was your reaction? My reaction damn DC you got no chill no chill right off of the bat no chill (laughs) can you elaborate a little bit more for (laughs) girl starts running down these dudes in the street guy is has his rough start yeah guy has a shotgun to his family and kids and then girl rated R do we agree with the rated R yeah yeah, man oh this is our first cartoon by the way for talking flicks yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) not my choice just for the record it was my choice, guys. So. <laughs> okay, got a, a woman driving around. She just starts running over people. Guy, he had a shotgun to his family. That's the part. And, yeah, two yeah. Kids. Yeah. and then a woman on the top of a church ready to throw. And actually, baby. Yeah, actually throws the baby yeah. off. Yeah. Batman goes and saves it. That baby has just great looking bat suit, by the way. Oh god! So <laughs> not to deflect from the baby falling, but. Superman, Superman suit too, I think as well. Oh, yeah, color, I, color I enjoy. Yeah, most hey, of the most of the 
Actually, uh, listen, and this is a thing we'll talk about. Jay Oliva, who does a lot of these movies, he is a storyboard designer for most of the DC and some of the Marvel movies too. So he's very in the weeds on like designing what everything's supposed to look like. So the look of this movie is very cool. I'll give you that. I agree. It was, <laughs> it was definitely one of those old school cool like, comic book. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything mm-hmm. looked great. And <laughs> talking about the Batman reveal, that's <laughs> hilarious. You said that this is our, our first uh, animation, our first cartoon. Yeah. And there's some things that you can do in cartoons that you can't do with practical effects. I'm definitely going to bring that up at some point. It's crazy. There's a lot you can do in cartoons that you get away with that you would not get away with in a A freaking tornado swallows (laughs) the Batmobile. By the way, I wrote this in my notes. Let me just for the record say what I wrote down in my notes. That tornado looks like Casper the Friendly (laughs) That's in my notes, people. Oh, man. For people who haven't seen this movie just yet, uh, with Justice League Dark, we get John Constantine, we get Zatanna, we get Jason just help me out because I'm not the biggest on John Constantine. Just explain to the people what he is. Magic. <laughs> well, okay, I guess right. I would say so. I'm not the biggest lore uh, as far as like John Constantine he's goes. A he, warlock, is he's, that right? So British, British, not usually with Keanu Reeves, where he, you know he's American. Right. But, I think that's three. Um, basically, just straight dark magic. So he's warlock magician if you want to say it like that okay but, i believe he's still a human yeah, yeah he's, he's still a human, human. okay but, i was curious like is he an angel I, can't, he, I got confused there he's very talented with dark magic and he's yes. very talented with lying as well and yeah. so and he's definitely an anti-hero it's, yeah. it's one of those things that within different people they're more inclined to the dark arts or into magic mm-hmm. and he's, he's one of dick. those oh yeah and <laughs> yeah and is he like that in the comics well you in all the adaptations of him, he's pretty much except a, for the original. Yeah. He's yeah. not really a dick. But when he, eh, he's a little bit of a dick. A in little. It. Yeah, not as much. But. I think I think he was a bigger dick in this one than yes. in comic books. Yeah, I wanted to punch him too. <laughs> <laughs> but Tyler, finish up with oh, the yeah. synopsis. Yeah, so uh, John Constantine, Zatanna. We have Jason Blood and Etragon. Um, we also get Dead yeah, Man too. Uh, as listen, well, I got questions about Ed- Edragon also. Yeah. Oh man, no, it's great. Yeah, I love <laughs> Yeah, I like I like Dead Man too. I really wish. He played a more major role yeah. in this. So basically the storyline as it goes is they're investigating pretty much the murders of of what they start off with in the movie where these apparent suicides, where these normal people, right. they start going crazy, killing other people, yeah. claiming they see monsters or demons. And so... And it opens with like the big the big shots of the Justice League. You get the Green Lantern, the Jon Stewart version, yeah. Wonder Woman by the lovely Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. You get Superman. This Superman is... Um, Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> yeah. Who I like. He does a good Superman too, but a couple people have done Superman in these cartoons. Can I say one quote that I was like, oh man, man, if <laughs> Wonder Woman said that to me, I would be pretty down on myself. That she's like the the woman that was in the car. I only see one. Yeah, she's like, yeah. she's like, save me from the monsters. And she's like, it's good writing. I only see one. <laughs> like, if, if Wonder Woman said that to me, I'd be like, oh, what? I no. was disappointed they weren't in it more, frankly. But yeah, I get because why it's they're not. Justice League Dark. Gotcha. Yeah, you gotta gotcha. have, I mean, I gotcha. Uh, so should we go into non-spoilers or just full-on spoilers because it's kind of hard to you know, this, this was released in 2017 movie. it was movie like 30 or something in the DC animated universe this is part of the new 52s though too so well, is it a new 52 we don't a have new, to know that. it's a new line of the animated movies we don't have to go into the big twists yeah but we can talk about we can the talk movie. okay so things are going to leak out of course as far as spoilers goes um, we do want to tell our fans to go see it it's yeah. available on streaming and you can buy it on Vudu if you or, or yeah I got on YouTube yeah, yeah so you can find it so I mean I really enjoyed this movie when i first saw it it was just 
it was one of the anime. I'm a really big fan of the new 52 animated movies, but I was kind of putting it off. Like, I don't know if I want to watch. I don't know if I want to watch it. And eventually I watched and I was like, I'm really glad I watched this. <laughs> so, and is, I love the dark magic in so it. So you guys are the experts on it. Is Apocalypse New 52? Yes. So okay, he is like actually what Justice about League War. Yeah. Paradox? Paradox? Uh, Pre-New 52? I don't know. Okay. Oh, uh, Flash, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yeah, Flashpoint. 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 I'm like, yeah. Paradox. Sorry, Flashpoint, Flashpoint yeah. Paradox. Uh, Flashpoint Paradox is New 52. So Justice League War. Justice League War is the first one in New 52. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah, it gets yeah, a little yeah. complicated. But you can find it online, but Justice League War is a part of the New 52 animated version or universe, I guess you could say. So it's Flashpoint, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Um, Red Hood is obviously what pre, the, right? Wait. That is pre, yes. Okay, so gotcha. that's before New 52. If, so, But to clear it up, I'm, I'm pretty certain, though, that New 52 was revamped again with Rebirth, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds right. So this is actually within the previous with, generation yeah. of what's going on so, in comic books. <laughs> this is the complicated part of comic books. Yes, it's a part of New 52, but which is the reamp of another reamp, but isn't a part of the new reamp of that reamp. Yeah, the current. Yeah. <laughs> so this is not in line with the current storyline of yeah. comic books, but I, it's still good. I, I liked it. <laughs> I feel like you can know absolutely nothing about these characters, walk into it, and want to learn more about these characters, such as John Connor. Constantine, especially Etrigan, which I really enjoy. You but. know, that's 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 the one thing I thought about this. So the pacing is super fast. Yes, it, too fast. Ty- Tyler, I will say thank you for picking. This movie is an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, you and love yeah. it. Producer love Ryan it. loves anything I under an hour and it. a half. It's golden. So I. <laughs> These characters, I recognize them. I know who they are. Mm-hmm. And for some of the newer ones or the the more like B character people, they added a little more back backstory to them. And I they gave a backstory that. to um, what's that guy? Jason Blood. Yeah, Jason yeah, Blood. So, yeah. And a little bit of the guy who died. Uh, what's the guy? Richie. That, Rich. Not Rich, Richie. The other Swamp one. Thing. No, the other one. Oh, by the way, we get Swamp Thing in this. So. Oh yeah. yeah, I have thoughts on Man, Swamp Thing. Oh. <laughs> they made him so OP in this. No, Boston, God. Boston Brand. You get oh, a little Dead Man. Oh, yes, 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 Dead Man. Dead but Man. yeah, and it's one of those things where they they expect you to know certain characters and then they just give you some a little of them bit. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, some of you yeah. didn't know and then they just like threw things at you and that's something that I kind of didn't like. So, I I I liked it because I'm a comic book reader uh-huh. and I recognize these characters, but for someone that's just coming into this, I I can understand why it would be confusing. And it's yeah. also a good point to uh to make that this is you couldn't do this in feature films yeah. because even though there's a lot of fanboys and stuff out there, a lot of people aren't going to know this stuff. So like Suicide Squad, where they give you the rundown of each character, uh-huh. that's a little bit goofy when they do it, but it's necessary because a lot of people don't know Killer Croc or all these other. Yeah, Killer yeah, Croc yeah. is in there. Yeah, Killer Croc. Yeah, is in so there. I mean, like they gotta, you gotta Slipknot give them a refresher. And this head. one just throws you right in. Boom, 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 boom. We're in Gotham. We're in Metropolis. We're in whatever. Right. So and then there's this invisible house that John Constantine. <laughs> like, you know, like they just give it to you. Boom, boom, boom. boom. It's kind of. I'm like trying to take notes. I'm like, ah, screw it. Yeah. Just, okay, let's just go with Compare it. that to the cinematic universe where they gave each character a movie before they came out with Justice League. It, I get why they do that. Yeah. I know Tyler said maybe we could do DC movies where they replace Batman every time and mm-hmm. people would accept it. I'm not so sure of that. Mm. Uh, you want like a cogent storyline like Marvel has been able to do to a certain degree. It's it's kind of weird. Plus you got to think about the budget. If you try to make this movie in, as a feature film this is a $300 million movie. So, you know, so. But, but this, is, this is a hard thing to balance is that it's an hour and 15 minutes and for them to go over the backstories of all these 
these characters. It's a little bit of giving the comic book fans what they want as well as trying to reach out to mm-hmm. new people, but not really. The Killing right. Joke was around 88 or 90 minutes, mm-hmm. I thought. And I think that's about the cap for an animated movie for me. You're going to start to lose me after that. Right. So I get that. But what I would say is like it's a rated R animated feature. You could have probably gone 20 more minutes on it. Yeah, I could see yeah. how they could extend a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. One thing I will say, this is not... They mentioned in the beginning where they're talking about magic and they talk, well, Shazam's powers are magic-based. I like this that is line, yeah. not Shazam magic. Oh, yeah, by yeah. Far. This yeah. is a whole different level of just magic. And if you think this was kind of, you know, I guess you could say stumbling into the dark magic area, the next movie that came out with the Constantine line was Constantine City of Demons. That right, one yeah. dives even further yeah, into that dark yeah. magic. This, um, this so... Matt Ryan guy who does the voice of Constantine, yeah. he was Constantine in the TV show. Yes, he was. Yep. That's oh, still was him. he? Yeah, yep. he's oh, shoot. Yeah. So he was he seems like Arrow extra British in this one for yeah. some reason. <laughs> well, in, in the TV show, he was less of a dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a super dick in this one. <laughs> you should see him in Constantine. Zatanna should break so. up with him is all I got to say about it. <laughs> I, huh? Hey, I know they own, they canceled it halfway through, but I thought the TV series that was, was okay. on the WB was, yeah. was all right. You I kind of wish, as I mentioned before, I kind of wish that it was more like Supernatural. Mm -hmm. But for what it was worth, it did pretty good justice to what who just uh, John Constantine was. I still haven't seen it. It's been on my list, but as far as you know, me picking this movie, but (laughs) you don't have to go through any obstacles to go through it. Honestly, it. It's on your list. Let it be on your list. Let me ask you this. So let me ask you this, producer Ryan, since you were a fan of that show, if they were to introduce John Constantine into the DC universe that exists now, you know, we obviously know it's in transition, but if they were to keep it relatively the same, would you want the same guy to show up? Or Keanu. Um, yeah, actually, or no, Keanu, I would want Keanu. I would want the same guy actually. Yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves. He's, he's British in the comics. Yes, okay. he is actually right, British in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they really made a point. Is he that British? Because he's real British. <laughs> yeah, they British. really <laughs> made a point to push. There's like he's... twelve words he says on like tin whittle. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm watching this in America. All right, oh, like, I need yeah, to pull out right. my <laughs> English <laughs> to American uh, dictionary. Is that a cuss word or is that a thing? I don't know what they say. I got excited when uh, Swamp Thing rev- arrived in this because I didn't know oh, he I was like in his intro. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And by his huge, and, uh, he's a huge dude in this. I like it. I just hated the way he went out. Oh, you know? So okay, sad. so yeah. we are going into sports. You know, let's, let's just take the yeah. gloves off. It's not a long movie. It's been out for true, a while. True. And I think it's a fun ride. If you haven't seen it, just, you know, hey. Go watch it right now and come right back now. to the podcast. Yeah. Don't forget, we're talking a little Game of Thrones at the so, end. Yeah, come back. Right. I did like that they included Swamp Thing. I did think that they made him super OP, man. So... When they were introducing Swamp Thing and they go into, you know, of course, the swamp, I'm just like, wait a second. Are they going to introduce Swamp Thing? <laughs> and they keep on going. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to introduce Swamp Thing. And there he goes. And I'm like, wow. But this and movie is all B characters, man. It B, really is. C characters. Well, you, oh, get, you get hints of Wonder Woman so, and Green Lantern. So how do you like about because throughout the whole movie, you have Batman. He's just going, hmm. You know, throughout yeah, I like, the whole I like this that's, that's a Josh Brolin right there. I could that's a, that could be in a movie. That this this Batman is my Batman. He's good. He's good. He's not. You know. I was reading. No, no. But I'm saying I was reading the comments, and you know, Batman. He's a stickler for magic, and he's an unbeliever. He's yeah. He's not. Michael Keaton could have done this. I mean, no, yeah. but but his idea of like you know going about things logically, and he's uh, he doesn't believe. He's a skeptic of of dark magic, and I was reading one of the comments and someone says I like this Batman he, he says hmm twice it's like if he said hmm one more time he would have figured out magic and then he would have been a master of 
<laughs> I do like that there's that little back and forth where he's like, not everything requires a peach exactly. shooter. Yeah. And then like, well, maybe not everything requires super magic. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he brings the chemistry there. With the Richie, adrenaline, right? Yeah, yeah. with yeah. the adrenaline. He yeah, brings the, the dude adrenaline back to life. Richie, <laughs> Richie was his name. There yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but how do you feel That's like... That's Jeremy Davies, by the way. He's a pretty famous uh, character actor. That does Richie Simpson. Oh, that is Richie. So, I'll have yeah. to look him up. A lot of famous voices in this particular uh, rendition. Alfred Molina, although he's not in it a lot, is the voice of Destiny, the crappy villain. Oh, yeah. Nick Turturro is uh, Boston Brand or Dead Man. Oh, okay. Rosario yeah. Dawson is Wonder Woman. We already talked about Jerry O'Connell, Superman. The Batman is um, what's his face? He's from uh, it's, uh, Jason O'Mara. He's, yes, he's done a lot of these movies. Terra Nova. Was, but, yeah, he's yeah, also Terra Nova. Nova. He's yeah. done some other stuff. Roger Cross, for some reason, a, a guy who's done a lot of these movies, also he's uh, Swamp Thing and uh, John Stewart's Green Lantern. So. Oh, okay. But I, I like his Swamp Thing voice. I like the way he sounds. I really protector cool. of the green, and yeah. so I and know I like I... he's eco friendly. He's perfect for progressives. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> uh, I know when I was first watching this, and the whole time I'm watching, I'm just thinking, you know, this is something the Justice League I feel like would not understand is magic on this level. Well, With you brought Superman, it up the Wonder Empire. Woman. Yeah, I think they where, overdid it. Like they're kind of too overpowered, but eh. they show it at the end when you know they're going against Destiny, who's the main, you know, who's the baddie in Crappy this. Villain. Yeah, and looks just like Skeletor. I mean, just just fine. I mean, as From far as the animated villains goes, you know, just fine. I would say better than some yeah, villains you know, again, we got like in live DC, action. Why, so. <laughs> it it kind of was a problem with Shazam, right? D, like, DC has all the good villains. Why would you introduce <laughs> some crappy villain that nobody knows that looks like Skeletor? Because it had to be a <laughs> yeah. dark magic villain. Yeah, and but it could have been a little bit better. Going off of what you <laughs> said, Nick, about the, the voice actors, uh-huh. I honestly feel that DC with the animated movies and, and the animated TV shows, they put a lot of care into yeah, it. They, they do. Yeah, and they, that's why these are beloved. Yeah, Most yeah. of these animated features mm-hmm. are beloved. I love The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, people love a lot of these uh, Flashpoint Paradox we talked about. They the love these movies yeah, and, because and, they take the time. And they pull they pull out all the stops and that's something that I feel that within the cinematic universe they're they're trying to do their own thing with the cinematic universe. But it's the, mirrored on these movies. Yeah, it it's, really is. It's I, I don't know how much like what the percentage is but they're trying. But I feel like the writers are really taking a lot of liberties with this. They're, tre- mm-hmm. they're really trying to appease the comic book fans. Are they, which are, I, I was going to ask. Enjoy. Are they true to the comics now, with Nick, these animated features? Wait, to the most part, pretty, pretty good when you enough. say mirror, do you mean mirrored as an animated mirroring live action or live action animating? Well, mirror? we talked about it. Jay Oliva is the guy who made these movies. Uh-huh. He's made like twenty of these, and he does the storyboards for the DC universe. Okay, so they obviously are trying to say, look, we, everybody loves these DC animated movies. Let's put this on the big screen. But what yeah. happens is you get a you get a big ego with J- Zack Snyder, and he's like, well, yeah. we'll mirror now, it, but not exactly. If you watch you know. Justice League War and then you watch like the live action Justice League, there's a lot of similarities yeah. with even them. even it's, in dawn of justice there's yeah. enough in there with the dark knight returns oh, and some other bunch stuff of it. so do, the doomsday one so yeah i mean these are beloved it, by fans what so. it's proving is uh, you know and i like some i'm a somewhat defender of the dc movies but what it's proving is it's not that easy just to transition these dc animated into feature films there's a lot you can get away with like what we talked and about yeah <laughs> as far as showing that magic case yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have to do a tornado like could it, a, a ghost tornado could have been something else right <laughs> yeah it could have been anything but come on they wanted to get away with something big <laughs> something got a tornado yeah. i'm that, also somewhat confused by that has a face <laughs> yeah. it, like a really cheesy face in a 
rated R animated movie, right? Uh, it's a little weird. What I don't understand is how it was able to swallow the Batmobile, <laughs> and then the Batmobile is fine. Just they were able to hit the thrusters and then escape, but then right when they get into the house, the tornado, tornado, yeah, the tornado rips it up. <laughs> there goes the Batmobile. <laughs> I know, and it was a cool Batmobile. I was mad that it blew up. Right? Well, he has he has millions of dollars. Yeah, he's fine. He can make another one. It's just fine. He's got I did. One I did around, like that so. dead man had to sit in the back seat. Like, there's some good comedy moments in here, also. So. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's all Dead Man was. He was just the comic relief, yeah. and then a little bit of a, an avenue to kind of open up the bad guy. Uh-huh. Now, <laughs> as, as a Boston guy, I'll just say that's Nick Turturro, a New York guy playing a Boston guy. I'm somewhat offended by that. <laughs> Nick, Nick Turturro, for those older folks, uh, he's a uh, famous. He made his uh, his fame on uh, NYPD Blue. Mm-hmm. So, good now, there is a version where Dick Grayson does become Dead Man. So, oh, is that oh, right? Yeah, really? there is a version. Man, Dick Grayson becomes I, a lot of stuff. He becomes Batman. He becomes uh, Dead Man. I'm gonna get you know ridiculed for not remembering it, but uh, it's all right, man. It's where Damian Wayne kills, accidentally kills Dick Grayson. I can't remember what comic line. It's a very famous one. Oh, cool! But it's the one where Superman goes crazy and he starts his whole you know <laughs> I'm gonna run everything kind of thing. And so, <laughs> but Dick Grayson does become a version of Dead Man, and so it's somewhere in the Son of Batman arc, somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere okay. in there down the line. So I think it was a part of the games too as well. So. Even though I don't play the games, but <laughs> I, I did like that moment where, like the uh, what are those Grim Reaper things or whatever they are, yeah. goes over to Batman and they're like, "Well, we've missed you a couple times. We yeah, can't and, wait to get our hands and, on you." No, but that's the funniest <laughs> thing. The interaction with Batman is yeah. hilarious because Batman doesn't see he's or so hear any of these things. <laughs> yeah, right? and he's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> I was kind of confused. I didn't realize that all the time that he didn't see them. No, he didn't see any of it. I think he did at some points, but yeah, okay. no. oh yeah, well he sees de- Dead, Man Dead Man because yeah. John Constantine gives him that ability. But for the the shrouds or whatever, um, the the Grim Reaper characters, yeah. he doesn't see any no, of that. I thought that Constantine ability kind of cast over because you know they're part of the supernatural world. So I thought maybe he did see them, but oh really? Maybe, oh, well, I, I mean, I guess I I'm saying yeah. But you can read into it more. But I guess, Richie, but. Oh, go ahead. I'm Richie's uh, <laughs> Richie his his interaction like really brought it out. It's like why is Batman in my living room? <laughs> <laughs> but he was a fan. I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it just that's what I was thinking. Why is Batman here? What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's got nothing to do with this magic stuff. But he gives the coin to Batman because he's like, well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save the day by saying I met Matt Batman. Today. Yeah, no. Wait, somebody funny. explain to me that house. What is the deal with that house? I'm it has some mystery, that. man. Some mystery. It just it's shows mystery. up wherever they want it. That, yeah. That's his mode it's of like, uh, Yeah, It's like Dr. Fate's house, too. It where it looks super the tower. portable. <laughs> okay. it's, it's magic. And, and then they say at some point, they say Sanctum Santorium in this thing. That's uh-huh. very Dr. Strange. I know it's a, it's a trend here to mention Dr. Strange on every podcast. Oh, yeah. So. You, you'll see some, some parallels is, to Dr. Strange in okay. there. But just think of it as his lair that's in an alternate dimension. The, you know? the voice work on Felix Faust was the only guy I didn't like. Oh, was a little yeah, too, okay. A little yeah. too snibbly. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like that fight scene, though, when they're in his... Uh, pretty pretty good. Wherever layer, I guess you the could say. The best fight so. scene in the movie. So. No, it was a good fight scene, but it was so stupid. He's like, why, why are you guys even here? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, uh, yeah. Do you know this ring? I don't know. I have hundreds of rings. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is the point of this? Why did you even show me this if this is not the guy? <laughs> and I don't even totally understand what Zaytana, 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 Zaytana turned into there to to, like get the upper hand well because uh part of his house rules was that women can't speak and right, so- <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> she was able to summon up the dark magic and because that's kind of one that of the things thing in her hand or something had something um that? that was the that was
was, I think that was the totem that prevented yeah. women from speaking. Yeah. And oh, she got okay. removed. Gotcha. She was able to okay. speak. Dragon. And so, because I believe the rules are with dark magic, you can use it. But I guess if you kill someone while using dark magic, you give up your soul. Yeah. Which is why Constantine was like, yeah. don't do it. Don't, you know, you yeah. no blood yeah. on your hands. Yeah. And I don't know if Constantine still has his soul or doesn't. I'll have to look into nah, it a little he bit more. Yeah, it. probably no. not. He's uh... he's given that up a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> he says he has really good control of it, though, yeah. as far as dark magic. Yeah. Like, he has really good control on it. But I want to. I wanted to bring up one other thing just to just to clarify. Was that a poop monster in the hospital? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Just, just like dogma. So, yeah, no, it's Golgotham. Golgotham, the poop demon from from Dogma. Right. I thought the exact same yeah. thing. It's the shit demons. All right, all right. Just wanted to make sure we got it out there. Also, can I another gripe? Orchid. No point in this movie. She was, she didn't useless. Yeah, she was yeah. useless. And she comes to a rough end, but then just shows back up again. Yeah, totally yeah, that uh-huh. either. But, and <laughs> and she she has that one scene, just like the alien girl from Guardians of the Galaxy, to kind of reveal the innermost feelings of the characters that are around. Yeah, kind of liked it. It was okay. And I thought it was just it was it was dumb. It was just a plot element that they use later on to kind of bolster the relationship between Sathana and John Constantine. Yeah, <laughs> you get another nice deadpan moment out of Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, I have a butler. No, it, it's just funny that all these things are happening, and to Batman, it's like an, a regular day. Right, yeah. <laughs> I feel as though he doesn't he doesn't understand it, and he doesn't want to understand there, it. There and is so, this thing, like, yeah. when you think about the movies, which I, unfortunately are stuck in my brain, like, yeah. I could see Ben Affleck's Batman, who's now seen, like, Wonder Woman and Batman and The Flash and all this other nonsense, aliens from outer space, like, just being like, yeah, whatever, magic man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep moving. It's just another thing. I'm a regular yeah, just guy. Another thing. Yep. <laughs> what is yeah. there was a meme on the Avengers that Tony Stark, he's an atheist, but he literally fights oh, right next Meta to God. a god. Yeah, yeah right. And, and Captain America, he's a Christian, but there's Thor right yeah. next to him. <laughs> uh, People are complicated, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Whenever I watch these animated, you know, movies, I always seem to turn off the brain. Yeah. yeah. Part yeah. of my brain where it's I like, okay, that. I'm in this world, I can believe it, you know, I don't know pick it as opposed to if you put it in live action I would be a lot more I guess critical yeah, of yeah, it yeah. you know if that makes sense where I feel I agree with you animated even though it is it's not a long movie it feels like it runs somewhat you know the train keeps on moving I think and it, it, feels I like think it, it helps smoothly. with the separation like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta look at it in its own yeah. because of the art style you know you're not looking at live action yeah. characters and stuff and what is that the uncanny valley thing it's so separate from you in the real world that you allow these things to happen uh-huh. I agree with that what I would say is you know with these animated feature films like I've always sort of graded them on a curve and I, I like to shut my brain off but once we bring it to the podcast level we're gonna have to nitpick on the poop monster and the tornado guy a little bit you know but i think into the spider verse might be the bridge between can we rate these movies on on an even playing field with everything else because Mm. that movie is critically praised and made a ton of money so yeah i haven't seen it yet i'm looking forward i haven't seen it yet either i'm looking forward to it i've seen it i really enjoyed it (laughs) yeah i I really enjoyed it but yeah i feel like no matter what if it's animated certain parts of my brain get turned off but yeah then again you know and you're right with the live action and anime you're able to be in a another world a lot easier when it comes yeah, to those animated and they get movies, away with so. just so much more yeah. animated now, rightfully how, so how would you do this if you're able to adapt it to live action I mean I, I would say keep up, John yeah. Constantine would it be um, rated R I want to ask that question first I would say yeah just yeah. because you know yeah. 
this you're going to lose this is a whole level. money. So now, how much does it cost to make this? Well, if you oh, give it just yeah. all B characters, you know, I mean, you have you can Except cast whoever you want for B characters but and is, just have a Batman. There's in a there. lot of CG in this if we're going to yeah. make a lot of action. I feel as though you can kind of Shazam was a hundred million. This would be at yeah. least double that. Yeah, I, I feel agree. as though you can kind of bring it back down to real world and kind of. I don't. I don't want to say dumb it down, but I can't think of another word for it. But give it a sense of realism. Yeah, give it a sense of realism and work within the budget that you're given. Because you have a lot of horror movies that can do amazing things with practical effects and then CGI. I think a horror so. director would fit this. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think you get the tone right. But I would say this: like with the fanboys out there, the reality is like they're going to have to bring some realism to yeah. it. Yeah. So how much is okay for you to right. be like, I hate, you know, I, I don't mean, hate it, and I'm a fan now. I would the say. Film. Etrigon, you would probably have to swap out because yeah, it works yeah. animated. I don't <laughs> yeah, know how yeah. it would work in live. You know what I mean? It's kind of cheesy in live yeah, action. Does it, does it live work action. animated? I'm not sure it works. I thought it was I liked good. his rhymes. I liked the yeah. blood guy. I didn't really love the ogre guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the rhymes. I didn't mind the rhymes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't so in your face that you were like, come on, that's corny dog. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one line when he was talking, he cuts him off in the middle oh, of it. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going like, to say whore or something. Yeah, Enough with the rhymes. Actually, his little um, ode to Jason Blood at the end yeah, uh, yeah. was really, really nice. Yeah. Touching, also, yeah. Touching, I yeah. Enjoyed, yeah. Touching for that an was, uh, It was a little sad when Swamp Kinda Thing sad, got yeah. separated, too. Yeah, yeah. was see that man. tear in his eye? Yeah, yeah. He's oh, ass, man. Yeah. I was, when I saw that tear in his eye as he's getting separated, And I don't I'm totally like, get, like, the dead body comes out of him and falls to the earth, so now what happens to Swamp Thing? What is the magic Just goes there? back. Yeah, I'm not sure. This made me want to go more into Swamp Thing. Yeah, me too, yeah. Yeah. Which, you're in luck, because they got a series coming out soon. Who's that, Neil Gaiman? Neil Gaiman? did Swamp Thing that's the, that's the right, critically yeah. claimed one mm-hmm. I think like, so yeah if that was it, yeah if there was a Swamp Thing to read Neil Gaiman's Swamp Thing would be it yeah that's it right there and you know so. what this animated movie probably uh, whereas otherwise I wouldn't have thought so would uh, lets me believe that Swamp Thing can interact with other folks he could interact with Batman he could be in a Suicide Squad movie or something like that like I think it works mm. so especially now that he's eco-friendly yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it, like with this movie, it was a lot of B character, BC characters, and then they introduced Swamp Thing, who's actually pretty amazing. Yeah, he's halfway tier. into the yeah. movie, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, I just hate that he dies. Yeah. That's really about yeah. it. I mean, I didn't want him to die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely the one you feel the most when he dies. I mean, Jason Blood, yeah, I guess, but he was he, was he lived boun- a long time. He was bouncing around that destiny ball like yeah. uh, <laughs> he's playing ping pong, and it was working out well, and uh, just lost the upper hand. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how you would. <sighs> As far as characters goes, could you make Swamp Thing work? And I mean, because he's getting his own TV show on the DC app. I don't know how it would work in the movie realm because, I mean, there's ways around that and everything. You could I hope he doesn't look too cheesy character. on the DC app because I know the budget's not quite there. Um, whereas in the in the movies, you might have a little more liberty to CGI, make him look a little better. So yeah, let's see what yeah. happens. So far, this, the stuff that's been leaked out looks pretty good. Yeah. So why don't we go into the twist of this movie? So the person that they thought was the big baddie this whole time ends up not being it, and the friend of Richie. John Constantine, yes, Richie, yeah. as was actually duped by Destiny to to set up this big thing to get the Dreamstone. So right, and he himself was being controlled by yeah, yeah. But that fight, I, I just going back to it, it was just so dumb that they break in, they start wrecking crap. Yeah. He fights back and and it's was that uh castle doctrine he's just trying to protect his home he's just, <laughs> yeah. like they just yeah. broke into his house <laughs> I get it, yeah. <laughs> and it's the longest fight scene in the whole movie yeah it goes on and on <laughs> and that, i kind of felt bad for him i was like yeah you know what i 
I'm not sure why they're attacking you. Home invaders. <laughs> he's just going along with it, though. No, but I just think it will be funny to see what he's doing at the end. They're like, oh, this is not you? Oh, well, sorry. And then they just leave. <laughs> yeah. And now he has to clean up everything. If they ever make a feature film, I want Abe Vigoda to play Felix Faust. That's what I want. <laughs> now, they threw out that idea around... I think a couple of years ago of doing a Justice League Dark. Of course, they threw around a ton of other they ideas. And yeah, yeah, nothing's yeah. really. Yeah, they're throwing what they can at the wall and seeing whatever. Sticks, I would like them but... to work up to it, but I don't think they're there yet. Yeah. I'd still rather see Flashpoint Paradox before I see this. Right. So, and I could see that. I think there's a way to make it work. If you pay so, somebody enough money to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but money you know the downside the, to it is budget. the DC universe has these ups and downs with with movies not doing so yeah. well, like Justice League, and movies doing really well, like Wonder Woman or Aquaman. So they got to really get their thing on track, like Marvel does, right? And then they can probably take some more bigger, you know, bigger leaps. I mean, we are getting a Birds of Prey movie too. Yeah, and yeah. the Emancipation I'm of about uh, it. Yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, I'm nervous about it. And we got Ian McGregor as Black <laughs> but, but, Mask, and oh, so with James Gunn is doing Suicide Squad too. But who's who's directing the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, look that up right now. But But I'm nervous about that one. That one doesn't seem like a home run, a guaranteed home run to me either. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, because. I mean, this is our second week of talking, or third week, I guess you could say, talking about... Uh, Directors, don't, Kathy, don't worry. Anna, For those folks who hate Kathy DC Ann. and love Marvel, we're going to do Endgame next week. Yeah, so. don't worry so about then. it. we got to get our DC moments out. So. <laughs> so, the emancipation of... Okay, so Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Well, that's is, a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> right? That's a long one. Kathy Yan... Yeah, but there's other characters you could swap out. You could probably swap out Swamp Thing for probably maybe even Animal Man. Ooh, um, I would love to yeah, see an Animal that Man. Would, oh, that would man. be a little bit easier, I would say, to do as far, you know what I mean, as far as terms of budget. Um, you could, But I think you can keep the magic at a decent level when you're introducing like John Constantine. So there's all these ways you can work with it. So. If, they, if they did a, a Swamp Thing Animal Man crossover, that would be awesome. For the audience, Animal Man was one of my favorite comic books and his his link to, I forgot what it was called, uh, to all life and whatever. And that that story arc where they brought dead animals and they were coming in and his daughter was affected by it all. So it was crazy. It was uh-huh. insane. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that if they ever do that. Yeah, they've because they've thrown around like plastic and they thought about doing Plastic Man. Yeah, yeah. Thought about doing all these other things. No Superman has been thrown out yet, but let me ask you this because I know you guys aren't fans of the Henry Cavill Superman. Do we like him and maybe these DC feature films going forward just as kind of a side character that shows up here and there? Maybe that works. I mean, I know because I'm a big fan of the the animated movies. They did do Reign of Superman. They did Death of Superman, Superman too, as well in that new. 52. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, gosh, and I think I was even talking about it on Twitter with Nick is when I because I rewatched BVS over the weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah, I rewatched the Avengers <laughs> yeah, one. So I rewatchability, man. Oh, man. I didn't watch any of those. <laughs> oh man, I I because I threw out the which idea. BVS the regular one or the Ultimate Cut. The, the regular one. You got to do yourself the, a favor and watch know. the Ultimate Cut. I don't, that's maybe three I'll hours. It. I don't know. I know you but, already but, did the two and a half. Yeah, you might <laughs> as well. different. If you're going in, you might as well go all in. So <laughs> I, I kind of I threw out the idea with Nick and Ryan of maybe having like a Batman episode. You guys can let us know if you think it's a good idea. Just a mashup. Our, yeah, our, a mashup Batman episode of our favorite Batmans. You know, what we like. Uh, Batman Favorite Batman year one, favorite Batman fighter, favorite Batman detective across all different like versions. And so I was watching BVS 
or I was watching BVS and I felt nothing when Superman dies in that. <laughs> like it's just yeah. it's you feel absolutely nothing. There's that bullet subplot that goes absolutely nowhere. nowhere. In the, in the <laughs> ultimate cut, they get a little closer there, so just to hold tight. I know Ryan's looking at me because he hasn't seen that movie. But hashtag just watch it. What's the uh, Twitter handle? Ryan underscore dot com. Come on, people, let's get <laughs> him on board here. If we have time, <laughs> if we have time after this, I'm going to show Ryan the warehouse fight scene. From <laughs> it's that a Batman. good fight scene. Oh, that we is, talked about I, it on Twitter, yeah. right? And you brought it up, and I. I said absolutely that's a that great, is maybe a one of the best fight. if that not is, the best that is a great fight team the I mobility it batman times, has so. <laughs> in that movie is like better than he's ever had i can't oh remember. man so, so. so that that fight scene's good but you can't make up a two and a half hour movie well, with the 90 second fight scenes producer so ryan just, had brought up that his favorite superman is like the boy scout superman and i'm a yeah. little bit half and half like i could see the injustice superman in a movie probably but i do mm. like my boy scout superman this uh justice league um uh, dark mm-hmm. is is anti-hero kind of centric mm. um so i know like the the younger folks like their anti-heroes is there room for boy scout superman well that, that's yeah. why that's why i think there is because we have our dark and gritty characters. We have our superheroes that are in the dark arts and they're, they're Sometimes evil when there's both of them, the balance like is nice. But yeah, yeah. And then Superman was the voice of justice. You know, he's he's trying to talk to Batman and tell him, hey, right. we need to figure out a way about this. But Batman was just not having it. So having him in there, he looked great. He didn't really develop his character a lot. Yeah. He's barely in it. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, <laughs> very, he gets pushed to the side, but it's fine because this more, this is a John Connor Constantine movie, I guess. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? If you would yeah. say, and this a little bit of Batman, <laughs> a little bit of Batman, yeah. it just goes, hmm, you know. So, <laughs> but I mean, as far as like with Superman goes, just because he had been the Boy Scout for so long. And I would say in comic books, when they started throwing around this idea, it's like, oh, what if Superman was evil? Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you get really interesting, like, kind of storylines. We know um, Schneider was, he wanted that he, so bad. He wanted yeah. that. He, he pushed too hard. He so. pushed too hard. Yeah, he Probably pushed right. way too hard. Too hard too soon. And, yeah, it just came When I wrote it, what, what, what was a BVS? 2015? 2016? 2015, I think. Or okay, 20, so when I wrote about 15. it originally, and I had the same kind of reaction as Last Jedi, I didn't like it at first. And as time went on, I grew to like it a little more. I thought that he was trying to make the godfather of superhero movies. Yeah. He was really trying to layer that thing. And I gave him Mm -hmm. credit for trying to hit the home run, but it just didn't quite get there. Yeah. Now, I know with this movie, you don't like the villain, Nick. I actually didn't mind the villain in this. He was crappy. I mean, he was crappy. Well, he animated villain, but, you know. For the the animated movie, it was just a bad guy to be a bad guy. That's how I saw it. Right. But again, my point to Shazam was the same. I'll have the same criticism. And this is fair. I, I, I grade on a curve with the animated movie, but. DC has awesome villains. We couldn't come up with something better than Skeletor. I mean, <laughs> I would say as far as like what this villain goes, this is someone who's, you know, if you watch the movie, I'm a little fuzzy on it, but kind, War, kind of the stripper name. Yeah. Is it okay to say like <laughs> Destiny? Channing Tatum. I'm just saying, right? That's a special move. That's how he kills everyone. Oh. He starts removing his clothes. Oh, I gotcha. All right. I, I think I fell asleep for a minute there. So, I mean, uh, you got a warlock who's been planning for 500 years, you know, getting his return back, who there's apparently I, a sentient I, part of him in that right stone. and that yeah, jason yeah. blood back as like a, a camelot knight and yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's some of that stuff that i like but again you didn't give us enough of it i mean so i i agree and why this is different from shazam is because throughout the entire movie they're kind of build, building up this sinister bad guy and yeah. with right. this one it was kind of halfway through they introduce what could potentially be the bad guy and then end up ultimately being the bad guy right. and that's why i really didn't care because i it, yes, 
when when you boil it down, it's not good execution. It wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But for an animated movie, it's it just fair to felt criticize like, it. Yeah. yeah, is all I'm saying. But for an animated movie, I just felt like bad guy needed. They needed a bad guy. This guy is pretty bad. Let's put he, him in. He's yeah. in like a Pokemon ball <laughs> bouncing around. It's a little weird. No. I mean, as far as. As far if the movie was maybe 20, 30 minutes longer, I guess you could, you At know, least build 20 it. Minutes. Yeah, maybe build you it up 20 more minutes, minutes yeah, longer yeah, yeah, without yeah. making what, producer Ryan upset. What I liked about <laughs> this villain was because you have Etragon, who is, you know, a very An powerful, a very powerful, yeah. you know, is a very powerful, you know, I guess you could say anti-hero too as well. And then you Ed- have Swamp Edragon Thing. Edragon would fit right in yeah. on Dragon Questicles, by <laughs> oh, the way. Just yeah, yeah, man. I would love him on here. <laughs> cool sword, by the way. He had that yeah. cool sword, oh, too. Yeah. Uh, so, who was the voice actor of him? Yeah. Well, well, whoever. Yeah, just... yeah. So, uh, I mean, you had these you had these very powerful characters, Etragon, you had Swamp Thing, and then, of course, you had the Justice League, and where Constantine already tells them, get the Justice League as far away as here as you can because they're going to get brain-controlled and everything, and that's exactly what ends oh, up yeah. happening. Ray, yeah. Ray, so, Ray chases great yeah i thought that was awesome yeah i did like that yeah i mean i i don't know like i just thought like the 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 animation of edragon wasn't super great it's just ray chase by the way the voice of him he's he's pretty good voice actor and i just want to throw out there kathy yan uh she made her uh her fame out of a movie called dead pigs it's a pretty good indie movie with zazzy beats from uh, deadpool Mm. check that movie out it's a it's a sharp little film yeah but with me with this villain what felt a little bit more powerful with him was the fact he was able to separate Etragon and Jason Blake. And I Blake like that. Like, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. fact that he was able to separate these two kind right of... Away. It's funny because you have two characters where they're basically two people in he one. Dominates them, and really. he separates them, you yeah, know, yeah. with his magic. And, and it's, it's just, both of yeah. them are sad deaths. I mean, like, oh, legit, yeah. legitimate deaths. You know? which, yeah. which kind of sucks, though, because... It shows that he's a very powerful dark magic user, and he's a very threatening enemy. And then how they end up beating him is crappy. Yeah, which was kind yeah. of yeah, like lackluster. But can I say this one thing? My Batman, the Batman that I know and love is the guy that is able to take down the Justice League because he has a plan. Yeah, he has Pulls a plan the ring for off all the Green of Lantern. Boom. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Green so, Lantern yeah. and then Wonder Woman I like and that, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Batman right there. Oh, yeah. and, and I always did, I didn't like the, the uh, Batfleck version because I never look at Ben Affleck and think that guy's a scientist or something. You know? like, <laughs> right. That guy's a really, really smart detective. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. He just doesn't strike you as that. Yeah. You know? So maybe Josh Brolin or somebody else will be better. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Put whoever you want in Toby there. Toby Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Full circle. <laughs> oh man, I don't I don't even know with that one. <laughs> I threw it just throwing it out there. Yeah. No. I, I just wanted it to be a running gag. I just want Nicolas Cage to be any character <laughs> that we suggest. Yeah, put Nicolas Cage in you there. You stole my Green Lantern. What about as uh, Etragon? He could do it. He, he could, could probably do, do Etragon. Yeah, yeah. If anybody can do Etragon, it would be Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and he already has like a demon face. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm Etragon and I'm going to steal bit. the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> uh, Nicolas Cage, also a meme lord. He has a bunch of him out oh, there. Yeah. And oh, more to come so there, too. So many of them. Not <laughs> the Nicolas <memes>. Cage <laughs> is a ridiculous normal human being. He never has played a character that's crazier than who he is in real life. Oh ever. my god! Have you seen Bad Lieutenant? I have. Man, that watch. <laughs> yeah. The first one is actually like a really disturbing movie, but it's good with Harvey Keitel. The second one is just. Bonkers. But this is this is just the bonkers. epitome of Nicolas Cage. But man. He's, he's, he goes crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do you guys a solid here on Talking Flick. The two Nicolas Cage must see movies, and I'll throw in Leaving Las Face Vegas. Face off, but one of them. No, that is not it. It is Lord of War. They came out very close together. Lord National of Treasure War too. and Gore Verbinski, who later 
Khan went on to fame to make those pirate movies, made a movie called Weatherman or The Weatherman. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Those are two great Nicolas Cage performances. Interesting. What about so, Mandy? I always heard, I haven't seen it. I heard Mandy is pretty good. I watched but... 25 minutes of it and yeah. fell asleep. That's not to say it was a bad movie, but I was just tired. Right. But I did hear good <laughs> things about it. I will revisit it at some point. Why is Face Off not on the list? It's a terrible movie. <laughs> Come on, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage switch I'm, faces. I'm good. No, it, that, that's all you need to know. Do that's I need to best, say anything yeah. else? I think that's, that's it. That's gold right there. I mean, <laughs> I think. First of all, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, the weight difference. One's a heavyweight, one's like a welterweight. Oh, that, that's a problem. So, right? They never address that in the movie. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I know we're getting, you know, we're getting a little off topic, but it's fine because I, you Captain know, Captain Tangent's fine. back, so, baby. Keep it rolling. <laughs> oh God, but. I, I want to bring up back BVS. Is there a Citizen Kane moment in BVS when Thomas Wayne dies and he yeah. says, Martha? Yeah. Is that? But you know what? A, <laughs> I, I'll say this. Like, I, to be fair to that movie, and again, I give it a lot of credit for the big swing. I've been criticized on multiple podcasts and on my blog plenty of times for defending that movie. The, the Martha thing, like, I didn't, didn't occur to me before I saw that movie. Uh, I was the rare person in the theater that was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting, you know? But I look around and everybody's like, oh. So, uh, you know, I don't yeah. know. I, I was okay with that one. When, when I <laughs> what saw... I wasn't okay with was stupid Lois Lane dropping the kryptonite oh, stick yeah. 20 times. Like, she had to be saved over and over again in that movie. Like, we could have cut two of those out and still made the point. <laughs> check check out our Twitter because I tweeted about it a bunch of times because yeah. that was a little ridiculous. Let's, let's go around the Twitter handles. It's a uh, flick. flick you flick underscore, underscore talking. talking. There you go. Right, yeah, and I'm at so. Real Watch. That's R-E-E-L. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and yell at us all when, you want. When I first saw the Martha scene, I was just like, okay, but... I guess that's how you're going to do that, but why, you know? And the other thing is, I just... love Diane's Lane, Lane's performance as um, uh, Superman's mom. I really oh, like yeah. that. I mean, so you know, I thought that like, and I've always, and I like that Kevin Costner's performance as his dad too. Yeah, in Man of Steel is one of the He's... highlights of that movie, and he shows up in BVS for a moment where it, it it makes Superman sort of evolve into who he becomes. Yeah, they just kind of like I think if Justice League turned out to be a crowd pleaser, we might have forgiven a lot of the problems of Donna, of Donna Justice. It just that was even worse. Yeah. So went the other. <laughs> Way. The actors in that movie, I mean, it's they're good, they're good actors. They're good actors. Yeah, even it's just even if what they're Fleck, given with, you know, yeah, that's Fleck really about it. So, oh man, but even, as far uh, as Jeremy Irons, I'm on record saying I love Jeremy Irons. Yeah. so he's great. Oh yeah, he's a great, he's a good Alfred. He's a good Alfred, but it's wasted. You know? I love my witty Alfred. So, but as far as Justice League Dark goes, I really enjoyed this movie because it's animated. I can kind of, you know, I feel like I critique it does, a little bit less. Do, where does it rank in just the animated films? Oh, just the animated ones. Just give us like your top two or three. Okay, okay. Under the Red Hood, number that, one. That's for my sure. number one. <laughs> Under it's the Red Hood has got to be number it's one. It's so well made. Yeah. And, and, and is that one rated R? Because that's pr- pretty. I think that violent. one. I, I, I need to see that one. Okay, that's uh, put that one on your list. Yes, yes. I have the Blu-ray. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> give it to you. So. <laughs> it's so good. But Under the Red Hood is definitely number one. I would say number two is kind of a hard one. Mm. I like Dark Knight Returns but, uh, Part One and Two, but I don't yeah. like the punk rock bad guys. Other than those guys, <laughs> oh, I yeah. really like that whole thing with the whole arc. <laughs> and 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 remember in BVS with the nuclear bomb and stuff. Yeah, like they they cover a lot of that ground. And I thought some of it was okay. Well, why don't we yeah. uh, why don't we talk about the ending? What do you guys right. think about this? When they actually start the Justice League Dark with Batman oh, inviting yes. Zatanna. And I like that he's John not Constantine. there when Zatanna is basically a protagonist that says, says it all out there. Yeah, yeah, I think that could work in a movie. And I like that Constantine and her have this kind of flirty 
banter with yeah. each other. Um, but you never really get like, okay, they're definitely joining or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean. But, but akin to like what you see in the Marvel movies when Spider-Man just shows up and now he's part of the, the Avengers, mm-hmm. you could follow that same track with the DC movies. It's just that we can't rely on yeah. you know, them to make a good film yet. I really like that ending as far as like John Constantine being invited to join the Justice because he doesn't even believe it. He's like, oh, are you yeah, serious? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Immediately he's out. Yeah, he's I, like, I feel it. as though you have to extend that invitation. You need a magic person on your team, especially in this world. You don't just need Shazam. You need an actual and wizard or witch on oh, your team. Right and you this, need a healer, yeah. you need a, a exactly a, a warrior, a brawler, <laughs> a detective, you need a ranger, a you boy scout, <laughs> yeah. a really fast guy. Team composition is important <laughs> yeah, when you're adventuring. Yeah. Ryan knows more about that than anyone. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I like that, and I you got to have someone like John Constantine in your back pocket for when just he would that be, magic stuff with demons and hell when that just starts to get out there it, am more, i wrong so. that he would be like the robert downey jr of the dc universe like he would be great to just have woody banter uh yeah next to you, you know yeah. i think it would work because even downey jr especially when you watch iron man one and two he's an anti-hero really he's yeah, not yeah. an exact like boy scout guy yeah, yeah. yeah so and i think that plays in very well and that's why the when you lead up to something like civil war well, I mean, one of the ones i liked it's in my top three or four yeah it works perfectly because they're two totally different guys, you know? And I think that's what you could... you DC Universe could use some of that, you know? Yeah. Well, that was supposed to be Batman and Superman, Captain America and Iron Man. I don't know Iron that Man. that's what they were tapping <laughs> into there. But. They basically did Batman and Batman when Superman was bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 I kind of agree. They whiffed on that one. All right, guys. So I think we'll just add some final thoughts as far as Justice League Dark goes. Uh, me, personally, overall, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I give it a little bit of an easier pass because it is animated and you, you can get lost in that world a little bit easier compared to live action. I would love to see this be adapted to live action just to see what they could do with it. Now, now and, I will challenge you on uh-huh. it because do you want to see it right away in live action or do you want them to work up to it? I want them to actually make something good. I don't care if they work up to the up to it. Do you consider any of those good. good? Do you consider Aquaman a success? I consider it just fine. <laughs> and, and, and how about Wonder Woman? Uh, I would want to rewatch Wonder Woman, but when I watched Wonder Woman, I did like it. So I'll, I'll make us do a pod on that. One. I, yeah, <laughs> I think if they did a live action Justice League Dark, there's way too many backstories for all these BC right. characters. But if some of them are covered already, or you bring the Matt yeah, Ryan yeah, that's guy why, back in, that's why, why not, I know? think that they would need to have their own separate movies. a bridge movie. Yeah, in order yeah. for them to go into it smoothly. Right. Okay, yeah. So we're ranking it. You want to rank it? You want to yeah. go? Well, do you guys yeah. have any final thoughts you want to throw in there? Not really. Or? I thought it was a wasted Alfred Molina performance because <laughs> he's he's Doc Ock in Spider Man Two, one yeah. of the best Marvel villains ever in a feature film, and he barely does anything as Destiny. Uh-huh. Uh, he barely <laughs> says anything, and his voice work's not that great. So I was kind of sad that yeah. he was that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it, really. <laughs> All right. So as far as ratings goes, I would say overall, compared to you know live action, just an overall flat rating, I would give it. I give it a good seven and a half. Mm. That's pretty high. I, you know, yeah, I give it. I give high. it a good seven and a half. Shit, demons and, and out of comparatively, 10, and so. just for the audience, what did you give something like the Red Hood? Oh, Red Hood. I would probably give that like a nine point five. Okay. I don't wow. feel as though wow. I could give Wrong. it a ten. <laughs> but honestly, if I were to give any movie, any anime, any movie in general, if I were to give a ten, I would give it to another Red Hood. Live action anime, I would give Red Hood really a 10. wow. Yeah, I, I really, I really like that. Movie, that is though. that is the that most is the Batman like the most. movie you can get. Okay, yeah, that is all the right. Most I have to check it out. So, yeah, yeah that that's is, a must watch. So seven and a half compared, just a standard score. Seven and a half compared to everything as far as animated goes, I'd give it a good solid eight. So 
good eight eight point two, I guess you could say. You yeah. know, for for me, I, I'm trying not to let my bias show or anything like that. I want to come at it with a clear mind, and you know, with animation, you want to give it the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, I want to critique it because. The pacing was really fast, and it had some things that I don't really think I could forgive. It barely makes a seven, in my personal opinion. So that's still pretty high. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go as low as like a six point five. It's like barely a seven. But then again, my grading score is, is different. You guys from are yours. easy graders. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a little six more or six and a half is pretty good in my book. Oh, okay. Captain Marvel was a six for me. Yeah, so. six <laughs> six is failing in my uh, in yeah. my eyes. <laughs> All right, but yeah. I was a C student in college. Yeah, so I, I basically I give it seven Dreamstones out of ten. Okay, <laughs> there you go. All, All right. right. <laughs> I just want to point out, Jay Oliva was. The storyboard guy for Under the Red Hood. He was also the storyboard guy for BVS. So yeah. you know, you know, we can go both ways on this. <laughs> um, you know, I really liked Under the Red Hood. That was my favorite of the DC animated. This one really doesn't make my top five. I thought it was fine, and I was entertained, and I grade these animated movies on a curve. That's why I'll give it a six. Um, which I think is pretty fair. Anything mm-hmm. on, on the Shawshank scale, which is a one through 10, anything five or over is watchable. You should take the time. As you start to get into the high sixes and sevens, now you got this must-see stuff. Yeah. I think it's fine, um, but I wasn't blown away by it, and there were plenty of problems with it that I didn't love. Yeah. So. yeah. Now, I won't make you guys watch City of Demons for the podcast, but you should definitely <laughs> check it out. That. Yeah, yeah just because yeah. It dives a little bit deeper, and I would say just watch it, just compare the two, because that is a solo John Constantine. Well, I like it. So. Is it Matt Ryan again, too? Yes. Probably. Yeah, so, he does so all I the like him as the anti-hero, stuff. but I want him to like dial it down, maybe like a touch. Yeah, <laughs> she did dial it down just a check, touch, man. Check out City of Demons. That's a great solo for John Constantine. And and maybe it maybe take like five percent British away. Yeah, yeah. just go five well, percent less. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go full British. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I lived in full London British. for two years, and I don't know what the heck a tin whittle is. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, guys. So we'll go into our next segment. So we've got mail. So. I got an email here, or pretty much a question. Uh, if you guys have any questions you want to send us, send it talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick so, at gmail.com. Yep. Send us questions, send us complaints, tell us where you want us to go. Yeah. And, and recommendations. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Recommendations and reach us out on Twitter too. We'll get we, more to that. We point, will but. eventually <laughs> get to all your recommendations. We're compiling a list now. We're going to obviously do Avengers Endgame next week. But after yeah. that, we want to touch on some of these uh, more obscure movies. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we got a email here from Billy. So if you're given unlimited budget to remake a terrible or good movie, what would you pick? Now, this is a hard one. This yeah. is yeah, this is a hard one. Do we want to stay in line with so. comics? Because I have some comic I mean, ones, and then I have some other ones. I say take the gloves off, just, whatever yeah, you want to make. Anything. Unlimited budget to make whatever, Unlimited. remake whatever you want. Who's so. going first? Uh, oh, man, it, man. Gosh, If you yeah. have it already, Yeah, then you already got it. Go. Jump, jump All it, right, so. so I was a fan of the Tim Burton Batman movies. Okay, I like the 89, the 92 Batman Returns. Christopher Walken's part, not so great, but it was a pretty good movie, and I like the look of that Batmobile, and I thought they were building toward a pretty cool universe with a Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman and some other mm-hmm. stuff that was going on. A Harvey Dent character by Billy D. by the way. Lando coming back to Star Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so when they made the hard turn, Joel Schumacher, Batman Forever, they had a script in place. Robin Williams was going to be the, the uh, Riddler. They were going to bring back Michelle Pfeiffer. Tim Burton was going to stick around and Michael Keaton was going to be Batman in the original Batman Forever script. Now that script's online. Please check it out. It's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I think if they revisited it, it was going to be pretty cool. Um, I I don't know that I'd want him to go exactly what's written from the script that they had, but 
I just think they failed when they took that hard turn into Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, and they made they were just trying to sell toys at that point. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. like them to go back and rehash it out. And and a little known fact was that Nicolas Cage Superman movie that they were going to make. I don't know, I forget what it was called. Uh, I'd have to look it up. The, but, but they yeah, made a great yeah. documentary about it. Right. Michael Keaton's Batman was going to attend Superman's funeral, which I thought was so cool. They could have been way ahead of the Marvel universe yep. <laughs> if they just had stuck to their guns. So yeah. that that would be the first Gosh. one. With those those Schumacher movies are shitty and i'd like them to remake them with the schumacher movies i mean it feels and what i've seen a little bit a lot of it is they did make some great toys just for the yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of his production issues where production just wanted to make a toy movie they wanted to just sell toys yeah because they were directly mad at 92's batman returns for not making enough toy stuff yep so and not making enough toy yeah that was a big deal that's why burton was like i'm not dealing with this i'm out i think so (sighs) that and michael keaton had some contract issues with he wanted to be crazy paid but whatever i mean (laughs) I know Joel Schumacher. Whenever uh, they were getting ready to film, whenever they were getting ready to film it, he said, "Remember making a toy commercial." I think that was yeah. one. Of the, yeah, that's something you would say. Yeah, remember again, making the, a toy commercial. Remember making a cartoon. The best thing that came of out of Batman Forever was the soundtrack. It was a really cool soundtrack with the Seal song and the U two song. You mean like it that, wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger's puns? No, that was that was <laughs> one after. That was Batman. And, that was Batman <laughs> no, and Robin. That no, was one after. Batman and Robin. They, they the Val Kilmer one. If they were going to remake that, they better have all of those in there. <laughs> <laughs> but Joel Schumacher is a competent director. He made a Time to Kill. That's a great movie. Probably the best Grisham movie um but i don't know what he just kind of sold out and never did anything really good after this so you make a fifth mm. batman one you call it batman five ever and then <laughs> you bring them all back <laughs> we can't go back now <laughs> batman five ever uh, so i can't think of a terrible movie to remake that i want to see remade or redone good or bad um something that i would like to see which i kind of stumbled across i heard about it a couple years ago though too um i think it was green arrow supermax jail um, okay. so that was an idea that got tossed around for a while, got scrapped, but that is one where Green Arrow gets framed for a crime, gets thrown into a supermax jail, and he has to fight his way through all these kind of B villains that we, are, he's in there We might with. get that so, with the Hawkeye show on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, so, um... <laughs> I Green Arrow, by the, the way, some good moments in these DC animated movies. There's a couple good uh, Green Arrow arcs in these. That okay. I like. So I can't remember which ones I like the most. But in, for even, which one? For... Even in uh, The Dark Knight Returns, Green Arrow has a nice little arc Yes, in he that does. One. Yeah. So I kind of like that. So mm. that's something I would have liked to see get made just because I downloaded the script from it. You can find it easily online. Yeah. Okay. So I want to read the script, see how it is. But just the whole idea of just Green Arrow kind of being in prison with all these villains I and like just it. making makeshift Gritty. arrows, I guess you could yeah. say. Prison, you know. Shift. Prison shanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shanks, yeah. <laughs> he's just using tooth, toothbrushes and he's filing them down. He just makes everything an arrow, so <laughs> he MacGyvers it. So I, that'll be my pick right there. Uh, I'll think of another terrible movie to remake. I'll put it on Twitter. We'll see if I can think of something. You have any, uh, so any thoughts, Ryan? <laughs> when this question came up, I was just running through a lot of different movies in my mind, and some things came up. I was thinking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was thinking, but do you consider in, those being terrible? I, the well, original ones are pretty good. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Just remaking it and with unlimited budget and just like trying they to go a, did that try, already. Trying to go a better direction with it. I was also thinking Independence Day. Yeah, but, yeah, a hard remake, but. I was trying to think of something that has a very original idea or or just like a very interesting idea. And personally, I know it's been a couple of weeks, but 
I want to say us. If they remade wow. us uh, okay. with unlimited that shots run- fired, right yeah, there. Like, Ooh, Jordan Peele. <laughs> I'm not again. Like you know, for what it's worth, it was still a very watchable movie. I enjoyed it. There were moments that I really liked about it, but I find that the story was very interesting. There were things that I really enjoyed about it. Right. And so that's why, because you, you were intrigued by that story. Yeah, I was. I was intrigued by certain things that, and if they were able to tie up some of the complaints that I have mm. for it, I think it would be a good remake and. We offered a lot of suggestions to make the better the movie better if they focused only on the family or they made it like a World War Z sort of situation where it's the entire world and go, seeing go how full conspiracy with the tunnel yeah, people. I, I I think that it would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I want to suggest it. I want to think of a movie that had a pretty interesting premise that if remade, they can go deeper into that. And you know, for what it's worth, Jordan Peele, hey, I'm not mad at you. I, I think you're a great director, and it's not that I hated the movie, but if you remade it and had, a, like, you know, redid some of the, the plot holes that we saw, I think it would be good. And and thank Billy for the question for sure. Also, we want to see new stuff. So I watched the first episode of the Twilight Zone series. Oh, okay, yeah. Didn't love it. Uh-huh. And, and I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking like they're gonna do um, a, what is the new streaming network that's premiering with um, the Amazing Stories rehash? Oh, like we don't um, have to rehash yeah. everything, you know? Let's, yeah. Let's also get some original IP out there. That's, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt because I saw that first Twilight Zone episode too, and it's just God, it just felt lazy, you know, just lazy. <laughs> if they're and that's what I thought too. Are they just gonna remake all the classic yeah. ones? I'm scared to watch. That's that's like a straight rehash. Throw throw me some original ideas. I know it's hard because, you know, everything feels like it's been done. Yeah, nothing is original. But but didn't Black Mirror feel original? It kind of did to me. Oh, that first first episode. I mean, it's got like Twilight Zone vibes, but it's got original thoughts. Why are we rehashing old episodes? Yeah, exactly. It should be a matter of seeing a different perspective of something that's already been done. Yeah. Now, to be fair, the the first episode of Twilight Zone with uh, Kamal Nunjani or whatever, that's an original. Uh, script there, but the second episode is a straight shot of the airplane uh, one yeah. with, uh, that they did in the movie. They did prior to that. Now it's the third time around there. Mm. So, but the first episode feels like a rehash, even yeah. though it's an original script. Yeah, <laughs> and it definitely felt lazy to me. Yeah, I don't know. So. Maybe they're just trying to appease fans. I think so. Yeah, they could do that, but yeah. and draw people to CBS All Access. Oh know, so. yeah, that's Ooh. it too. So yeah. give us original ideas. So yeah, yeah. I'm all for that. And you know, even though we got us and we didn't like it, give us better I, original ideas. <laughs> that's crazy that you brought that up and you said us. I'm shocked that uh, that was your reaction this quickly into the game. Hey, no. So. It, well, I was trying to think what yeah. would have been. No, good. I agree with you. That's why it's so shocking. Really. <laughs> all right. So move on to recommendations. So anything you guys are reading, watching, everybody. Who's worth their salt in America is watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Everybody, everybody except right. hashtag just watch it. Producer Garbage Ryan, boy. <laughs> Garbage boy. I don't even like it, and I'm watching it. I love it. Well, I don't care. While you guys talk about Game of Thrones, I'm going to just go into the garbage right now. No, yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. As an avid listener of Dragon Questicles, you need to watch this. This show is all about the drama. Yeah. It's all about the world building and the intricate interweaving of different kingdoms and nonsense. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's built for you. George R. R. Martin, he's an 
an amazing author and he's done a really amazing job in forming this world and what is that the writers of Game of Thrones the, the, Lindelof and yeah, uh, yeah. The, the season that they're in Benny, is Benny not Hoffman even Weiss. in the books correct? yeah yeah so they're, they're ahead do- of the books so, yeah they're but... doing great and, and George R. R. Martin has said like he's not committed to whatever happens on this season he's gonna write it the way he wanted to write it yeah so. yeah and I commend him for doing that stick yeah. to your guns give us two different versions of these stories right here so god I love it and this Sunday too it's coming back next so, episode so let's just say before we get into it because we'll spend a few minutes on it if you have not seen the first episode it is pretty fresh log off now and come back to us afterward after you watched it but most of you have already seen it so we can can continue we're gonna have mild all right i'm gonna log off right now yeah (laughs) mild spoilers yeah so we won't go too far into it but you know definitely check it out and god it's a lot i want to all i want to say is now that i know how to ride dragons I'm going to interrupt producer Ryan even more. <laughs> That's pretty now, much it. <laughs> now, do you guys have any other recommendations you want to throw out there before we uh, log off? You know, I've been listening to a, a lot. If you guys haven't checked him out, his name is Elmer Abapo. Uh, he's actually a local here uh, in Las Vegas. He makes some really chill, like some uh, some trap R&B, hip-hop and stuff. It's really nice. It's very atmospheric. It's it's some good stuff. It really easy listens. Uh, check it out. Uh, you can find him on iTunes. How do you, how do you spell it, Producer Ryan? Elmer. It's like Elmer's Glue and then Abapo, A-B-A-P-O. Okay. Yeah. Copy we'll that. put a link yeah. in there too as well. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dope guy, really chill, and his the music he makes, it bangs, man. It slaps. <laughs> yeah, I'll recommend uh, Doom Patrol just because the last episode I saw was really good. Um, they had, I think, Danny the Living Street in there, which is just a sentient street as a character. So, what? yeah, <laughs> you had a street as a character, as a sentient street. Interesting. So, I'll just leave it at that. Check it out. It's well worth it. I think all the IMDb's, if you care about the scores, all the IMDb scores on it for each episode is at least over a nine. So wow. definitely check it out. Um, I liked what I've seen so far. Like I said, I'm two and a half or three and yeah. a half episodes in. And I like so, some of it. I have some complaints as I, usual. But for the most yeah. part, I like what they've done. I enjoy the craziness. I yeah. say give it to me it more. It goes so. way out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's it right there, guys. We'll just move into plugs. Uh, Ryan, where can we find you? Hey, if you like listening to my voice, you can check me out on Dragon Quest it's another podcast that I run. It's a real play, role play D and D podcast where me and a couple of friends we get together and we just play the game. Me and, and Tyler are still waiting for our invite. <laughs> oh Ryan. yeah, no, don't worry. Obviously, you guys will be the first. So is uh, what's that hear. ogre from uh, the animated movie? What's that oh, guy's Edragon, name? Yeah, Edragon. Edragon. Yeah. Don't one make us guys, go Edragon. No, on one you. of you guys need to make a character and name him Edragon. And I won't stop rhyming. It. I'll yeah. figure it out. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, man. That was a lot of that. work. <laughs> but I don't yeah. want that pressure to rhyme. <laughs> but it's a collaborative storytelling podcast. I set up a skeleton and honestly, I let the guys do whatever they want and a story forms from it. So if you want to see these guys on their uh, hashtag, uh, put us on questicles. Yeah, put them on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, put them on. Hashtag put them on. Give me questies. those questicles. Yeah, give, me, give me those questicles. Okay, all right. Hashtag give me those questicles. All right, there you go. Yeah, there you go. I like hashtag it. give me those questicles. And by the way, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, check out Dragon Quest. Yeah, you'll yeah, enjoy it. Straight, straight line. Yeah, uh, but we're on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your, your podcast. If you want to just follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's hashtag Ryan with just an watch I. it. 
<laughs> yeah, Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can find me on Twitter at Real Watch. That's R-E-E-L Watch. And then uh, my blog, uh, it is getting a makeover. I am working on the new website, but for now, you can go to realwatchability.com. That's again, R-E-E-L, watchability.com. Uh, on there, you can find the top 10 movies of 2019 and all the backlog stuff that you want. Of course, next week, I will review and be on this podcast for Avengers Endgame. So yep. I recently watched Avengers 1 again. I'm going to rehash some of those movies and put my top 10 out there. Are for you going to be doing an article for Justice League Dark? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, if I if I have another couple glasses of wine, I might do it when I get home. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll be updated it's on terrible it. Terrible movie. <laughs> so, as always, guys, uh, we are Talking Flick. You can find us on Twitter, Flick underscore Talking. If you just want to chat or, you know, tweet us really ridiculous questions or, you know, anything you just really want to talk about. Um, uh, we are on Instagram at... Talking underscore flick right there. Uh, talking flick at gmail.com. Uh, if you really like the show, you can rate us and leave a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. As always, Apple's kind of the big yes. one. So that one, that one impacts <laughs> that us is the, the most. Preferred. Yeah, that's the preferred one if you can. Um, if you really like the show, you can always become a Patreon. There's always a link in the episode description too as well. If you want to help throw in a buck to help keep the lights on and we can helpfully provide more content in the future. So maybe something special for the Patreons. I don't know. We'll yeah, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so. that'd be great. Another talk. <laughs> Talking food episode? Yeah, who knows? So. That's not, they're not going to donate for that. <laughs> hey, How about I'll a t-shirt? Do, I'll do it by myself then. <laughs> All right. Well, stay safe out there, guys. We'll see you next week for Avengers Endgame. Ten years in the making. So, <laughs> once you finish it off, Don't Ryan? watch the leaks. Oh, yeah, don't. <laughs> that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Yeah.